Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Wow. Everybody say wow. <laughs> Everybody turn to your neighbor and tell them how gorgeous they look. Come on. Isn't it nice to see everyone's face and just everyone back into community and gathering together? There's just nothing like it. And I just want to say I'm so excited to be here and just to share the word of the Lord with you today. I'm excited. And, um, you know, God's been working in our lives, even though we might feel like cocoons. How many here felt like they've been in a cocoon? I just believe there's a metamorphosis happening that God is bringing you out. And, um, you know, as I was sitting there this morning, all week we have just been preparing, but this morning I just had this fresh word, two actually fresh words for you. And I just want to first welcome all those online as well and, and how wonderful it is to be at Faith Life Church. Today I'm honoured to be preaching and speaking the word, but this is a word for you. So listen, listen to this. It says, you did not choose me. You know, sometimes we just get stuck there and we think we choose God as our God. You know, just like something, you know, we go to the shop and we buy something and we chose it. But I want to tell you this morning by the revelation of the Holy Spirit that God chose you. This is what he said this morning to me. He said, you did not choose me, but I have chosen you with purpose and intention that you would be mine and would come in and sup or dine with me. In fullness of joy, I have desired you, loved you from eternity. His heart has been set on you from eternity. And as you embrace and hold fast to me, I will show you things and allow you to walk in things you did not think was possible. And he drew me to the scripture in the Song of Solomon, or the Song of Songs. It says in chapter 2, verse 13, can you not discern that now is the day of destiny, this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? Early signs of my purpose and plans are bursting forth. Budding vines of new life are blooming everywhere. The fragrance of flowers are whispering, there is change in the air. And I believe it's a prophetic word for us. There's a change in the air. We need to open up and allow the Holy Spirit to allow the whispers of His Spirit to come into us and awaken our love life, awaken us to new expectations. Arise with me, my love, my beautiful companion, and, and run with me to the higher places. God is calling us up to higher places. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. You've been summoned to destiny today. And my message today is summoned to destiny. And I believe that today there's going to be a paradigm shift within you that instead of you thinking that you're going through your life, you're doing life, and somehow God is coming to be your ambulance man, or maybe he's your doctor, or maybe he's coming to give you a little bit of information that as you go on your way, that um, he's going to help you. And I want to turn and flip that on, the, on totally on the head and say that before eternity even be, was 
was into time, changed into time. God knew you and purposed you and designed you for a reason on this planet Earth. It means that you have been born with an assignment. You have been born with a purpose. And as you lay hold of Him, you will find yourself being drawn into that divine purpose and you're going to make a significant difference. You're going to bring heaven to earth through your life. And I believe that today as we come to the word that you're gonna understand that you've been summoned to destiny. You have not joined a church or a denomination. You've not just come and go, okay, I'm gonna sign up here, like a club. Like, you know, you go to the tennis club and you sign up and then you play for them. This is not it. You have been born into a kingdom, a kingdom that's advancing at such a huge rate. They reckon a third of the world's population are believers in God, in Jesus. A third. So whatever you hear that Christianity is on decline is an absolute lie. Christianity is moving. The faith in Christ is moving. The Word of God declares that the glory of the Lord will cover the entire globe. And what does the glory show? His signs and wonders and his goodness and his deeds, his salvation works, his miracles, his healings, his provision, and his intention for our lives. God is moving on his earth. The earth is the Lord and the fullness of. And you know what? You're on the winning side. Say that I'm on the winning side. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm born with a purpose. It's important for you to learn to speak into your atmosphere. It's important for us to learn how to build an atmosphere around us. If you're looking for something out there to do it, you're going to be disappointed sometimes. You're not going to find it. But if you know how to build your atmosphere right now around about you, say, I am born with a purpose. I matter to God. I matter to this earth. I'm, I'm here for a reason. Say that I'm here for a reason. I'm here destined by God. I'm destined by God. Nobody can take that away from me. But if I'm looking for someone else to, to become you know, a crutch for me, then I'm not gonna understand what God has done in, in my life. And I just really wanna say that today is a day when you're going to start to expand that anointing that is in your life and you're going to rise up. You're gonna rise up from the places where you've been wounded or disappointed where you've just been waiting. Some of you are like at a bus stop. You've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. But I tell you today is the day that God is gonna rise on you and he's gonna start to do things amazing. He's gonna step up in your life in this new season. You know what? We're going to take, walk out of here with boldness to leave the past behind. We're going to walk out of this place and we're going to leave our failures behind. We're going to walk out of this. We're going to break out of the things that have been causing us heartache. We're going to walk out of things that we think are never going to change. We're going to walk out of those things and we're going to say, this is a new day. I can hear it and I can hear the fragrance of the Spirit of God saying, this is a new day and it's breaking forth over me. Amen? Everybody say a big amen. Amen. Excite up your spirit because this is the Word of God. Songs of Solomon 2.13 is a word for you. I want you to meditate on, on it today. So arise today in your spirit. Arise today in your spirit. Do you know that in all of eternity, God has always wanted sons and daughters? 
Did you know that, that Adam is called the son of God? In, in, uh, in the book of Luke 3 and verse 38 says, Adam, the son of God, God always wanted sons and daughters. It's his heart to have intimacy and fellowship and relationship and oneness. It's, it's his heart. You know what? And Satan came in and he, he shifted the trajectory, but it's never shifted the heart of God. He's always wanted sons and daughters. Amen? And you know what? I want to read a scripture to you. Listen to this, because you and I have been summoned to a sonship life. You know what? If you think about Adam, what he had, that's what God wants for you, and even greater because of what Jesus has done. Romans 8, 19 says this, the glorious unveiling, the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, which means intense anticipation, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. I wanna, I wanna tell you something. Every morning you get up and you walk out of your house, every rock, every braid of grass, every tree, every bird, every animal is sitting there on its edge going, oh my God, he got up. She's got up. What's going to happen today? Something's going to happen today because you got up. Something, um, the whole world is on the edge going, oh, and revealing. And they're waiting for your reveal. And you get up, your hair's all messed, you haven't had your coffee, and you're, you're still in your dressing gown. You walk out and go, oh, life's, life's boring. Life's, you know. And the whole world gets it, and it's time we get it that we are sons and daughters of the living God and there is a great unveiling happening in your life. You've got to waken up to the purpose of God in your life. You've got to waken up to the reality of who you are. You've got to allow the prophetic anointing, the sonship anointing that is on you to begin to awaken with you in the day and go, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad in it. Today is the day the Lord is going to do great things. God has got an assignment for me on this day everything that comes through my path is an opportunity for the life of the Spirit to be outworked and to be working out of you. This is a manifestation. Do you know the word they're unveiling is the same word we use for the book of Revelations? The great unveiling of who Jesus is. Well, the whole world is looking at you and I awaiting your revelation. That's scripture. You walk out there, every tree, every river, every mountain, every rock, every animal sees you and is in awe of you. That's just the earth. Intense anticipation. Have you ever been at Christmas and you get a beautiful package and you start to unlock that package and you rip off the bow and you begin to peel? Some people can't stand peeling it and they rip the paper, but they just go unveiling it and there is this incredible present. But you are the present. You are the gift. You are the lover, loved one, God's lover. You are the one that God has placed on the earth for a reason and a purpose. And the earth gets it. But today, we're going to get it. Amen? Say, I am a son and daughter of God. 
I'm being unveiled today. I'm being unveiled today. I love that. The entire universe, moons and stars, you know, the, 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 the unbeliever are fascinated with the stars and they're stargazing. <laughs> the stars are gazing on the sons of God. So we've got a whole universe that's doing sun gazing. Everybody say sun gazing. The whole universe, the whole stars, they've got their binoculars out and going, oh my God, there's Victor, Sanjay, Hugh Norman. Oh my God, Liza. Oh my God, looking down on the earth and they're sun gazers. The entire world, the entire universe are sun gazers. Isn't that amazing? You know how we became so important through the gospel. Let's read Romans 1, 16 to 17. We were summoned by God. You know what? It is not by accident that you heard the message about Jesus. You might have been brought by a friend to church. You might have come, grown up in a Christian home. But I want to tell you, listen to this. This is Romans 1, 16 to 7. I refuse to be ashamed of sharing the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Jesus Christ. For I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes and is saved to the Jew first and then to people everywhere, this gospel, this gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, a perfect righteousness given to us when we believed. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to, that's not it, that's the starting point. When you get saved, that's your starting point, you're starting to the power of living by faith. This is why the scripture, this is what the scripture means when it says we are right with God through life-giving faith. Within you it is not just a saving faith, but a life-giving faith, a faith now that begins to work in you, a faith and a working out of all the things that God has deposited in you. The gospel reveals that we are to move from just our place of salvation. You did not get a ticket to heaven. I'm sorry whoever told you to get on the bus so you can go to heaven is wrong. Because that's not what you got. You got deposited the very life of Christ in you. And this living life is now wanting to work itself out through you. It unveils a continuous revelation of God, a continual revelation of who you are. That as you learn more and more and as you fix your, set, your sight on Christ, as you yield yourself to what He's doing, there becomes an unfolding in your life and a power that begins to transform you and you become just like Jesus. Everybody say, I'm just like Jesus. Yeah. You're not what you were, you are who you are now. You're a brand new creature. We don't take dead things back. We leave those dead things where they are. We've become a brand new creature. And this, we enter into the kingdom of God as a child. Listen to John 1, 12. 
I love this scripture in the Amplified. But to as many as did receive him, Jesus, and welcome him, he gave the authority. Everybody say authority. Authority Authority means, let's read it together, power, privilege, and right. Everybody say those two words. Power, privilege, and right to become the children of God. That is to those who believe, who adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. He gave you power, he gave you privileges, and he gave you rights in the kingdom. Okay, what what power? What privileges? So you enter the kingdom as a child, right? So here you come, and we've all had children. Most of us here have been in contact with children, right? They know nothing about who the mum and dad are, right? You can be a king. Or in, in, a, in a one-bedroom flat somewhere, somewhere. And they don't know. They just know that's mummy and that's daddy. And they, they give me everything I need to survive, right? So a child in the mindset is just happy. Get the bottle in the mouth. They're really happy. And they like warm and tickles and playing and they like all of that but a child that's it that's all they know you know and and as a believer in Jesus Christ we can be we can actually get stuck in this bottle sucking comfort zone (laughs) and I want my needs man nobody likes me he took my toy and 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 I don't like the way they look at me and we can stay in the infancy and we never progress from saving face to faith, saving face sounds good, saving faith <laughs> to progressing into understanding our power, you can't give kids the keys to a car, babies do it. You can't give power tools to a child. You can't give, you know, incredible, um, you know, wealth to a child. They don't know its value. They don't understand it. So a child starts in that, but now we have to progress And there is so much God has for us. There is so much God has for us. He wants us to progress. Romans 8, 15 and 16 says this. Listen to the scripture. You know, the Lord spoke to me and says, let the word speak to you today. I want you to imagine that Jesus is standing here and speaking this to you today. Listen to him. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance. Say, I am fully accepted. I am fully accepted. Fully accepted and enfolded into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. Say that, I will never feel orphaned. Why? Because you're fully accepted. You are fully accepted. You are fully accepted into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within his, our spirits, our spirits are joined with him in saying the tender effect, words of a tender affection. Beloved Father, I want you to say that. Beloved Father. Beloved Father. Which is Abba Father. Beloved Father. We are his children. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. The Holy Spirit within you 
counteracts every orphan spirit that the enemy would throw at you. You are accepted. And every morning that you get up, and as the whole universe looks at you in sunship, sunship um, fascination, you can say, I am accepted, fully accepted by God. No wonder they're in awe of you. By your faith in Jesus, his son came by his faith, you've been fully accepted and you love him and have received him. I love that. You enjoying that? You're getting that in your spirit? Are you letting it soak down in there? I'm fully accepted. There's nothing, say on, there's nothing wrong with me. All right, say it now like you believe it. Come on, I want to hear you. Say it again. Nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. You're fully accepted. God's poured and lavished his love on you. And he's called you sons and daughters. He loves you. Your sonship now from a child being rocked, bottle fed, and loving the kingdom. Now God says, okay, it's time for us to get on with seeing your sonship developed. We need the sonship anointed to start to rise on you. We want to come into the authority, which is the power, the privileges, and the rights of a son, that we can start to operate in things. So we don't feel like everything happens to us. But now we shift that paradigm and say, now as a son, we start to have power to say things. We have authority to command things. We have privileges that we can expect things. Amen? So we don't want life happening to us because then we're just babies. But God is promoting you and graduating you to sonship authority, sonship inheritance. And when we're born again, we don't know what kind of family. And I don't know if you ever wake up and just think that your dad's the richest guy in the universe. Do you ever think about that? That your father owns everything? You know, have you ever been, had one of those school friends and then they find out, you know, oh, they've got a Maserati and kids walk around and they're like, they got a Maserati. You know, like, you know, and you can go, yeah, my God's got the Milky Way. <laughs> my God's like, oh my God, you know, he owns all the cattle on the hill. Like, yeah, well, so? Yeah, but you can make leather that goes in the Maseratis with that, you know? <laughs> But our good, you know, you just you gotta be fascinated with who your father is. Your father is so amazing. Let's listen to Galatians 4 6. Let's listen to the word of God. It says, and so that we would know for sure that we are his children. He released his spirit of sonship into our hearts. You have an anointing called the spirit of sonship in your heart that cries out, Father, and you know it. Every time you hit a problem, you go, oh, God. Oh, Father, I need you. I need you. He's there, present. He's never left you, and you're fully accepted. And he says, what do you want? What do you need me to do? And your faith pulls on it. 
And that whatever circumstance you're working, nothing will overcome you and you can begin to walk through those things. And he will give you the way of escape. He will give you the answer. He will give you the resources. He will give you whatever you can because he loves you. God wants to bring us into these new territories. And I believe the shift this coming year is that you and I are going to begin to understand new dimensions in the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be progressing from a baby bottle sucking Christianity into a sonship training, into a sonship anointing that will begin to understand we are not subject to the circumstances. You don't have to give up, shut up, or turn turn away from what your problems you can go right through them and you can with the help of God you can see those things turn around and bow to you by his spirit listen to Romans 8:14 what has he given you to help you what has God given you to to take you from the place of child childishness into his um, leading is the holy spirit Romans 8, 14, Amplified says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Read that with me. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. So you need to know the Holy Spirit and you need to be led by Him. You need, that's where sonship anointing flows is that we now are listening. Have you ever had a child that just, doesn't listen. They are like, right, sit down, I'm going to have dinner. Out there, now they're going to play a game. It's like, what are you, right, get back in here, get on that seat, and now we're going to have dinner. That goes that way, and you think, what are you, get back on there, we're going to have dinner. You know, God has plans, and God has ways to teach us, but if you keep on skiting out the other way, you're still in childish arena. You're still in your childhood And now it's time for us to put that off and come under the tutelage of the Holy Spirit and come under him. Become under that anointing. Come under him. And when he says, I don't want you to do that anymore. Yes, Dad. I don't want you to speak like that anymore. Yes, Dad. I don't want you to slam the door like that anymore. Yes, Dad. <laughs> I, don't, you, I don't want you behaving like that, your attitudes and your actions like that. Yes, Lord. You know, the, some of the most incredible scriptures are the ones that actually deal with our attitudes and our actions and our behaviors. And we don't like memorizing them. We like to memorize the other really nice ones. Like, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know? But... It's so important for us now to come and yoke ourselves with the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, don't let me get off anything anymore. I want you to come and get on my case because I need to mature. I need to now. And you know what? You'll begin to unlock your faith for breakthroughs. You'll begin to unlock yourselves for things in your relationships. If you harness yourself under the anointing, God will train you in sonship anointing. And you will come to such a dimension that God will say, okay, now what do you want? And now you'll start to rule with power, have the privileges, and all of those things. 
Mature children of God are those who are moved by impulses. We need to be open to the Holy Spirit. We need to, and if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of tongues, we're going to believe God today for a breakthrough in that. That you go, and you, you know, that is when you, your whole heart is open to him. You're repentant and you're cleansed and you say, Holy Spirit, come in to my heart and fill me to overflowing. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of tongues because you can then begin to pray in tongues. When you don't know what to do, pray in tongues and, and allow the watering of the Holy Spirit to start to come and His Word will start to come, right? Amen. It's time for you to be emerged into sonship, anointing and rulership. It's time for you to come out to operate and function in the power of the Holy Spirit, not in, in fear, but to be directed. Walking in our sonship anointing. Listen to Hebrews 2.10. For now he, Jesus, towers above all creation, for all things exist through him and for him. And that God made him a pioneer. He's the forerunner or the trailblazer of our salvation. Perfect through his sufferings. For this is how he brings many sons and daughters to share his glory. How does he share his glory with us? That when we understand that some of the things that we are suffering, as we learn to yield to the Holy Spirit through what we suffer, there's a glory released. There's a power and anointing. And and, and the, the, the glory of God begins to pour out of our life. Do you know his purpose, his passion and joy, his life obedience and sonship, his teachings and sayings, works, and all that he did perfectly represented the Father's desire. Jesus was not independent. Say, I am not independent of the Holy Spirit. Right? You need to depend on the Holy Spirit. You need to yoke yourself to his Spirit. You need to come under his tutelage. So now... Every part of your life, your relationships is your training ground. Your work environment is your training ground. Your, your, um, your relationship with your children becomes a training ground. Your relationship with yourself is a tra- training ground. Every, your, with your friends, your f- network of friends, now you yoke him on you and now you go into those things conscious of your words, your behavior, your attitudes, and you become honoring now. You honor and reverence what he says. It's no good going to learn basketball and you already know everything when the coach comes to try and give you advice. I already know that. I already know that. Like, it's your first day. How do you know everything? Right? How do you know everything and it's your first day? Yeah, I know that. And many of us can have an attitude. Oh, I know that. I know that. Okay, I'm going to learn how to, 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 to go skiing. I, I actually went to learn how to ski this year, you know. But I had to have like seven hours of lessons, you know. But I watched a lot of videos. I, I, I really did a lot of research. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. I know that. But you know what? When I got out there, if it wasn't for my instructor, I would be in the hospital for the next seven years. <laughs> Seriously. It, it, it's so scary because the one thing you have to learn is how to stop. 
It's like, like there's like 20 ways to learn how to stop, you know, and the one you don't want to learn is falling over because that hurts, that really hurts. But you know what? If I came there and said, look, I've watched all the videos, I've watched everything, I already know. But you know, it's not information. It's when you take the word of God, it's transforming you. It's not information. The word of God is not to give you an intellectual high. The word of God is not to make you an edu- give you an educated guess. It is not memorization. The word of God, when you take the word of God, it needs to be worked out in you and it needs to be applied over and over and then it becomes you. You, you, it, 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 it molds your attitude. It, it harnesses all of your strength. The bit in the mouth of a horse is so important. Why? Because that beast is so powerful, it will hurt instead of being productive. You are such a powerful person that if you don't know how to harness your words and your actions, you will hurt. You will pull down. You will wound others. And God says, you cannot be a representative of me when you wound someone, hurt somebody, pull them down. So you get the harness of the Holy Spirit to make you productive so you can carry the weight of your sonship. And we've all heard about stories of, oh, you're a Christian. Oh, right, yeah, well, I knew a Christian and they did this, they embezzled this person, they did. Why? Unharnessed. Not under the tutelage of the Holy Spirit. Not learning from the one true God. It is not information. You don't have the Bible because you need to be informed. No, you need the Word because you need to be transformed under the system that we grew up in, under the system of this world, under the system that we've been in. We have to come out of the system and we need to come into a new and living way and that is in Christ. And His ways are higher. And his ways produce life. And he is the one that has given you his spirit so that you have a helper within you. That means every single day when you get up and all the gazes are on you, the whole universe is put, just go, today I'm going to do it right. Today you're going to see me come under the anointing. Today, watch, I'm going to honour the word Husbands love your wives. Wives respect your husbands. Yes. Okay. Now, how do I work that out? (laughs) Children, obey your parents. How do I do that? Right? And then honour honour those rulers. You go through all Scripture, all of the Pauline epistles. It's all about right. Every area of your life, you've got a problem, you go straight to the Scripture and you go, how do I apply it? Because the Holy Spirit's going to talk to me and all of that natural carnality in you is going, no, I'm not doing that. That's not fair. Um, This is unjust. This is not right. What about my rights? What about, and the Holy Spirit goes, did you want me to tell you the secret? Did you want me to teach you? And you've got to 
honor and you've got to revere him and you've got to yield to him and come under and you will find life and peace and joy. For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are. Listen to this scripture. I, I am floored by this. John 10, 3 and to 5. Listen to this. I'm going to kind of finish up on this. I'm sorry, I've taken a little bit more time. John 10, 3 to 5. My sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd. My sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd. For he calls them by name and leads them out. You, you've been listening to so many voices. There's so many voices, but can you hear him? My sheep, they hear my voice. There, there's a voice speaking to you. Jesus is speaking to you. Can you recognize him? Can you hear him? And you know what? He wants to lead you out of every circumstance, and he will do that if you will listen, because you belong to him. And when he's brought them out, all of his sheep, he walks ahead of them, and they will follow him. We need to follow Jesus, for they are familiar with his voice. But they will run away from strangers, and they will never follow them, because they do not know, they, because they do know that it's the voice of a stranger. I want to tell you now that Jesus is talking to you and you've got to recognize his voice and you've got to follow him. And you've got to stop listening to strangers. Who are the strangers? Oh, if you do that, you're going to be poor. If you do that, you're going to be sick. You can't do that because of this reason. You've got to know the voice of, this, of the shepherd. Jesus is your shepherd. He's the voice that we follow. He's the voice that we listen to. And it can be the devil that we are, that the voice comes of a stranger is a devil or even our carnality, our flesh. And we've got to resist listening to those voices and we've got to yield ourselves under the tutelage of the Holy Spirit. Amen, church? Amen, Amen church. And that's where Romans 12, 1 and 2 comes in. That we present ourselves, our body. That means everything that you do with your body must be on the altar before God. And your mind, your soul, every thought that you have, captivate it. Bring it into submission. And then the peace of God comes. Many of us try to find the peace without doing the prerequisite for peace is to yield and to come under his tutelage, to come on and yield. Can I ask the worship team to come up as we just come to a time of closing? Has this blessed you, church? Yeah. Yeah. Is it touching you? Yeah. This is so, it's, it's so exciting because I can see God wanting just to release something over your life today, that you understand what's happening. Slow things down. Life can be at such a fast pace that you don't even understand what's going on. But if we can slow it down and begin to come and harness ourselves, yoke yourself with Him so that you can begin to work with Him and see transformation in your life. And then we will see what He said in the beginning 
And we can come into that agreement. Oh God, you chose me for a reason. I can't behave like this because it really matters that I get myself into a position that you can use me. You, pro, you, 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 you chose me with a purpose and intention and you've got things for me. You know, God has got some gifts and, and some abilities and some dreams and visions to unlock and he wants you prepared and ready for that. Why don't we sit, just stand church as I just pray for you as we come to a conclusion. That you have been summoned for sonship anointing, sonship living. You come just as Jesus did. He, he surrendered. The Bible actually says that Jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered. So if he did it, that's the same journey that we take, that we pull ourselves under the tutelage of the Holy Spirit so that he can open up wide the things that he has for us. And we have got enough maturity within us to contain what he wants to bring us. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit presence right now. Holy Spirit, you're here in a powerful way. Father, I just thank you that you're doing a wonderful, wonderful work. Heart surgery. I just see heart surgery right now. I see all the wounds that you've been carrying and the disappointments just leaving. And I command it in the name of Jesus to leave and come off you. The spirits of disappointment to come off you. And Lord, I just see, Lord, rivers of love just washing over each one of us, Lord. Father, we reverence your word. We reverence and hold in high esteem your Word today. And Holy Spirit, we honour You. We honour Your work in our lives. We honour that You're working in us. You're just doing amazing things in our heart and life and You're drawing us, You're transforming us and working with us, Lord God. We want to give You more to work with. I just hear that. Give Him something to work with. Give Him your whole life. Give Him everything in the Name of Jesus. Give it to Him. Give your circumstances to Him. Say, okay, Holy Spirit, how do I walk out of this situation? How do I step into this uh, familiar arena of conflict? But Father, give me a word of wisdom right now. Give me, God's gonna give you words of wisdom. And I just see a scenario where it's always been a, ten, a tension point. It's like things are never ever changing. And God's gonna say, if you just allow me to come into this and I will bring my word in that, everything will change. God will give you a word of, of change in that moment. God will give you a word of wisdom. And Father, I just release the Spirit of God here today, Father, for healing and miracles. Father, I just thank Your anointing is here in a powerful way. And Father, for those that are online, we just send a blessing. Right now, you may be hurting all across this auditorium and maybe online you're hurting right now but I want to tell you the Holy Spirit is here right now He's here to meet with you He's here to come and intervene and He's here to teach you the way in which you shall go He's to teach you and show you the truths of the living God that's within you all the things that's within you and maybe right now if you're under my voice and you don't know Jesus Right now, you can ask Him to come in and be Lord of your life. And as you profess Him as Lord and Saviour, He'll come and the Bible says that you'll be born again. So I'm just gonna pray right now and just follow me if you want. Father in heaven, I ask that You would forgive me of all my sin. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died and rose again for me. 
And right now I receive Him today. I receive His forgiveness for my sin and ask that You will give me new birth right now in Jesus' Name. I receive You, Jesus. I receive Your new life. I thank You. So if you prayed that today, you can... You can uh, contact with us and we'll give you more information. And if you're here today and you need prayer at the end of this service, we are going to be here and we're going to pray for you. We're so happy that you're here, church. We love you. We love every one of you with our sincerity and with our deepest heart. And we just pray that you will continue to, to run this race, to live out your sonship anointing, the privileges of sonship, because God is going to take you into new places. In Jesus' name. So God bless you, each one. Amen.